0: Welcome to the TaxSell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimmon. I'm a tax sell veteran, tax sell expert, and trainer, author of the TaxSell Playbook, founder of the TaxSell Academy, and I am your host right here on the TaxSell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. At the conclusion of this podcast, if you are looking to learn more about investing in tax-defaulted real estate, just head on over to taxsellacademy.com. That's taxsellacademy.com. Today I have an episode in store for you guys that I truly hope provides some direction to you as a new TaxSell investor. So let me put a little bit of context behind this episode. If you're familiar with me, you know that I'm the creator and trainer at the Tax Law Academy. It's a very comprehensive step-by-step training course that I offer for TaxSell investors at TaxSellAcademy.com. I've had the privilege of teaching many, many students, and it's such a fulfilling endeavor to be able to have such a positive financial impact on so many people. At this point in my career, I hear a new success story just about every single day. It's phenomenal, it's unreal, and it has made it obvious to me that I am truly pursuing my life's calling. So what I've done over the years is I've made a number of mental notes about the students who send me these success stories, the ones who are making thousands and thousands of dollars because of tax cell trainings. What exactly did they do? Why did they see more success than other students who are seeing the same training materials? What has been their secret sauce to success? And I can really boil it down to five different success factors. If you nail down these five factors like my most successful students have, you too will see success in this business. The first one is having a very strong desire to learn. And I want to give you a little bit of data here about how I figured this one out. So inside the Tax Law Academy, we have a tracking system that allows us to see the amount of time that each student has spent on the various trainings that we offer. The most successful students spend on average five times longer on the training materials in the academy. This means that they review every single piece of training content and some is reviewed multiple times. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you must join the academy and you must go through all of my trainings and do everything that I say if you want to be successful. But what I am here to tell you is that, that this data demonstrates that having a strong desire to learn is a prerequisite to being successful in this business. Those same students have also told me about their efforts outside of the academy to learn. They learn about their local areas. They analyze the laws. They go to auctions. They talk to other investors. They ask questions. They have the curiosity and a drive for that curiosity inside of them to learning about this business. And when I analyze this same data about these students and I compare them to other students, I can almost tell you who is going to be successful just by looking at those numbers without even talking to them. And while it does have to do with our trainings, of course, It illustrates to me that these same people are putting forth that effort required throughout the business, the drive to learn. That's number one. The next one is that they have and are building constant forward momentum. It's easy to get all pumped up about this business the day you first come across it. Then a day passes, and that excitement begins to wane just a little bit. After a couple of weeks, you forget about it entirely. Now, obviously, this is something that happens to everybody in a number of different things in our lives. Think New Year's resolutions, for example, right? I did a podcast a while back on building your momentum, and I highly suggest it if you haven't listened to it yet. But in short, the most successful students that I have are the ones who are doing something just about every single day related to tax sell investing might be smaller It might be you know hours and hours right it could be watching training videos going to auctions, researching properties or maybe something as small as just reading news articles about real estate investing something anything and they're moving forward constantly that forward momentum never stops after close to two decades in this business now i am constantly moving forward with my own momentum. I always try to press forward as much as I can. How can I learn more? What can I do better or more efficiently? How can I push forward today? How can I make my business grow? Get momentum and continue to gain that momentum by constantly being involved in some aspect in this business. Seek out things to do, to learn, and to put into action, and do it continually. The next one is that they're very detail-oriented. And this is something that many people struggle with when they're first starting out and oftentimes i think it's because they just don't know how detailed they should be some students when they research a property after they conclude that research they'll see that property as simply a white house on second street worth one hundred thousand dollars the most successful students however will see that same exact house completely differently they'll see it as A white, mid-century modern, that's 1,812 square feet, three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car carport, had a re-roof done seven years ago. The original AC is still on the property with a value of $100,000, and it is on 2nd Street. But guess what? 2nd Street in that area is the best school district, and all the homes selling there sell 42.5% faster than everything else in the rest of the county, and even faster in the months leading up the new school year and better yet it's just outside of the coveted historic district so you don't have to worry about historical property restrictions for everything but you still get to enjoy all of their amenities like the coolest parks in the area you see the difference there they both said it was worth one hundred thousand dollars yes they agreed on that but the most successful students went into incredible detail about that very same property They knew square footage. They knew about all the major mechanical items, about the school districts and how quickly the properties will sell in that area. And this is all public information for the most part. It's at the fingertips of whoever wants it and knows where to find it. Yet, many students fail to put forth the effort required to find it. While the most successful students do, they are very detail-oriented. And obviously, this is just one example of how detail-oriented they are. I've got students who have created genius marketing plans. Others who know tax sell laws as good or better than I know them. I've got others who have created their own proprietary software to invest in tax liens. These students know details. It's not just tax sell investing to them. It's a business. It's a machine. It's a detail-oriented process. Their success is driven by the understanding of details learn learn and learn some more then if you screw up learn some more there is no easy way to become detail-oriented with the exception of putting in the time to learn what details you must know about the best thing you can do is learn everything you can about everything in this business before you get involved become detail-oriented another key trait is that my most successful students are very flexible in real estate, there are a lot of emotions involved. There's also a lot that is out of your hands. If you get into this business looking for a specific house that you have a specific plan for, where you're going to make a specific amount of money, you're going to be highly disappointed when that doesn't happen. You're going to be thrown off your game, right? A couple years ago, one of my students did incredibly well with a condo he purchased. Made something like sixteen grand off of it within a month or two. He took that money and bought a small mobile home that he paid 10000 for it was supposed to be an easy flip where he could double his money within a matter of weeks. That's what he had planned at least. But that property was occupied. It was being lived in by the son of the former owner who lost it through tax foreclosure. That person had apparently lived there for an extremely long time, but understood that he no longer had any say in that property since his father lost it. Long story short, he ended up staying there as a renter for this property last I checked, he's paying $650 per month as rent to stay there. That's a 73% annual return. Try getting that outside of tax sales, right? Now, here's how that situation could have played out had the investor forced his plan to flip that property within a month. He could have forced that tenant out. The tenant on their way out could have destroyed everything, ripped out all the cabinets, HVAC, water heater, and whatever else they could have taken with them to a scrap yard. Then the investor will be stuck with an empty, beat-up house that needs to be gutted and remodeled. That likely would have cost a lot more to do that than his original investment in that property. But because of his flexibility, he's actually done incredibly well with it. And that's just one example. Others include students who were so focused on homes that they didn't want to touch vacant land. But then they realize that there was vacant properties in their area that they can make a lot of money off of. And they ended up making lots of money off vacant land, despite it not being the original plan because of their flexibility. And perhaps it's just the area that you're investing that you need to change or your strategy or whatever it is. sale investing is a very fluid, always changing business. The process and the laws, those will remain the same, but the rest requires flexibility. Learn how to always ask yourself, is there another way? Are there any other options? And you'll be surprised that you might actually end up making much, much more money and having less stress and aggravation while you do it. If you're flexible. And the last thing that I've noticed amongst my most successful students is their optimism. And this one really almost shocks me. Let me give you an example. Just about every single tax investor on planet earth, who's been in the business for more than a month or two will at some point attend a tax sale and not get a single property. Nothing, right? the least successful students that I've ever seen will see it as a roadblock. It'll be a reason for them to quit to question or to become apprehensive and start backpedaling in this business. We compare that to my most successful students who will see it as a learning experience. They'll use it as a way to learn about the process to meet other investors and to grow. They see it as a step in the right direction. They will literally email me and say, listen, I went to my first auction. It was a great time. I didn't get a single property, but I did this, 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 and this. You can tell just by the tone of their email, how optimistic they still are despite not winning a single property. And this might even go on for a year or longer, right? But did you see what happened there? The same exact situation. They went to an auction, they didn't win or they weren't able to buy a property, but two entirely different takeaways, quit, get frustrated, or use it as an opportunity. Now, depending on your level of optimism, you choose option A, where you quit, or option B, where you keep pushing forward and use it as a learning lesson. That optimism also tends to fuel all the other stuff that we discussed today. When you're optimistic, you'll generally want to put in the effort and the work required to be successful. You'll want to learn the details to know what you're doing. You'll want to learn how to be flexible. You'll want to learn how to constantly be building momentum. You'll want to do all that stuff those who lack optimism do that stuff sometimes only because they have to they have to read the stupid laws to stare at the computer screen to research they have to go to an auction they see it as an inconvenience whereas the optimistic mindset looks at all these things and everything else in this business as an opportunity I get to Not, I have to. You get to do all those things to bring that opportunity in front of you. You get that opportunity. So be optimistic or get out of this business. That's all there is to it. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so thankful of the opportunity to teach you about this incredible business. I've got countless resources for you in the show notes down below. If you're looking to get started right now, you can head to taxcellacademy.com. Grab a copy of my free book, The Tax Cell Playbook, or just click that Join button. If you want to take advantage of our most comprehensive step-by-step training and become a member of the Tax Law Academy. Now, as you're probably aware, i produce more free trainings on tax law investing, including this podcast, than anybody else. And in exchange, I'd be so very grateful if you took just a few seconds out of your day to leave us some positive feedback on whatever platform you're listening to us on. It really means a lot to us, and we read every single feedback, comment, and notice each five-star review. Thank you again for listening, and I truly hope that this episode has helped you out. Take care. Bye-bye.